Hello, everyone, and welcome into this episode of the Sports Detective Podcast. I am your host, James Williams, and today I'm going to be talking about quarterbacks. I'm going to be talking about Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, and the Kansas City Chiefs. A few reactions from the NFL Championship weekend that we just saw. I'm recording this Tuesday morning. And today, I'm going to start off, why don't we just start off with uh, Aaron Rodgers. So, I was thinking about how I was going to record this since Sunday night. And it's changed a lot since I viewed people in the media's reaction. Because I wasn't going to be this critical. I wasn't going to be super mean about it but I understand sometimes in opinion you have to be and you have to take a side and that's really why we have a lot of problems in uh politics in our country is because you have to take a side and you always have to be on that side no matter what but the idea that Aaron Rodgers should never be blamed ever for a loss no matter anything that ever happens regardless it's just false it's not true and what i was gonna say i'd be like this was a team loss uh the defense you know, wasn't able to hold them at the end aaron Rodgers made mistakes he tried to force it to Devonte adams when he had open receivers in the end zone early in the game which green bay had to settle for a field goal he threw a costly pick at the end of the second quarter which Tampa Bay executed LaFleur probably should have went for it on that fourth and goal it was a team loss and Aaron the criticism you can have on Aaron is that he wasn't great and that he tried to force it to Adams and he didn't try and run it on that third and goal that was their last offensive possession that's really the criticism that you can have the problem I have is, and again, this is, it's weird how sports has kind of become political with it, in some, with some arguments. Not all arguments, but some. And it's weird sometimes how we go, it's weird how we're like trained where it's like, all right, I'm going to this guy and I'm going to watch this guy's show because I want to hear this guy's opinion on it. And when you actually kind of take a step back and look at it, be like, all right, Oh, I want to go and see what Skip Bayless has to say about LeBron James. I can tell you what he's going to say. He's going to be critical of him because that's what he always is. And now it's gotten to the point with Rodgers where, and it's gotten to this point, it was at this point sometimes with Brady where like Kellerman for years was just, Max Kellerman was just like, all right, this guy keeps winning Super Bowls. He wins another MVP. He just keeps like breaking records and setting a new standard and he keeps coming on TV every day and saying that he sucks. It's just like, all right, you were wrong. You're wrong. Just admit it. And and I'll, I'll just talk about his partner here too, Stephen A. Smith. I get really mad at him because when it comes to Aaron Rodgers, and it's weird sometimes with Stephen A. And I don't want to be too critical of him because he's awesome with what he does. But sometimes with his opinions, it's weird sometimes when he criticizes like star players. I'll just say basketball sometimes, and you hear that, and you're like, whoa, wait a second. 
that's like a really big criticism. And it's like, I kind of like sit back and listen. And then it's like weird some other times where it's like, I think he might get too close to some stars and he's just like, oh, well, but this guy can't do anything wrong. And then he's that way with Aaron Rodgers more than anyone else. Where I've never heard him say one bad thing about him. I've never heard him say one bad thing about him. And it was even this point where... And this is where I actually realized this with this stuff was... There was this big... I think it might have been two years ago. And it was this big article that was written. It had tens of interviews. It had over 50, 60 interviews of former Packers players, former Packers coaches, maybe some front office people, employees. A, interviewed a bunch of people. It was this huge piece written by this one guy. So it was all sourced out and all this stuff. And it was about the relationship between Aaron Rodgers and Mike McCarthy and kind of what was wrong there. And it was critical not just of Aaron Rodgers. It wasn't an Aaron Rodgers bash piece, but it was a critical of their relationship. It was critical of Mike McCarthy because he was like getting massages like when they were supposed to be having team meetings or something like that. And it was critical of Rodgers where it was like he'd get play calls in the huddle and like Rogers would hear the play and he'd just like start rolling his eyes. It just being really dismissive of his coach. And that was kind of the problem in green Bay was it was hard to hold Aaron Rodgers accountable. No one could ever hold him accountable. But like going back to the Stephen A. Smith, I remember when they talked about that on the show, Stephen A. Smith pretty much can accused it of fake news. He didn't say fake news, but he was just like, this is completely inaccurate. Aaron Rodgers has done everything that is completely awesome in the world. I smelled his gas, and believe it or not, it smelled like dandelions. It was just like, all right, well, I don't, I'm not going to trust your opinion on Aaron Rodgers if you're never, ever going to be critical of him. I'm not going to trust your opinion of LeBron James if you're never, ever going to give him credit. Aaron Rodgers was good Sunday. He wasn't great. And when you want to talk about the all-time great quarterbacks, you want to put people in that spot. You want to put them all the way up there. All-time just great sports people. You can lose, but there's times... If we're going to say that everything around you is horrible, I want... Where is that Aaron Rodgers game where he was just perfect in a playoff game and they lost? You can't find it. You can't find it. He doesn't have... He, he's been good in the playoffs. He's been very good, but he's really... You can go back and through and look at it. And also, with that being said, very few people have been just great in the playoffs a bunch of times. Very few. Very few. Very rare. But if we're going to put you in the top three all time, top five all time, I want to see that. There, there hasn't been an Aaron Rodgers game where he throws for 500 yards and they still lose. That happened to Tom Brady in the Super Bowl against the Eagles. There wasn't the 50-point game, and J.R. Smith forgets the score. There, there isn't a game like that, and he was good. But Green Bay, if they wanted to win, they needed him to be great. They had the opportunity to win. They had the opportunity to send it into overtime. Tom Brady was practically giving that game away with three straight interceptions. And two of those interceptions, he followed up with two three-and-outs. 
Early in the game, you tried, you forced it to Devontae Adams in the back of the end zone. Alan Lazard was wide open in the front of the end zone. Wide open. They were maybe 20 feet apart. You, you, saw, you could have thrown it to Lazard. Would have been a touchdown. But you guys settled for a field goal. Through a, you understand that the last two NFC Championship games, the closing minutes of the first half, the Packers would have been better to just take knees and run out the clock than have Aaron Rodgers throw it. They would have. He did it in the NFC Championship game against the 49ers. Threw a pick. Really bad pick. End of the first half. 49ers go down, score a touchdown. Same thing in Tampa Bay. Or against Tampa Bay. He throws a bad pick. Tampa Bay goes and scores a touchdown. That's that's huge. That is huge. He's 1-4 in NFC Championship games. The one win that he had, he didn't have any touchdowns. And he played the Bears while Jay Cutler was on a bicycle. And the Bears had their second or third string quarterback out there. And it's okay. It's okay that you aren't that great. It's being a quarterback's not just throwing a pretty football or having an awesome passer rating. It's not. But let's be honest about this stuff. It, he's just not being, he's been good in the playoffs, but he hasn't been great. And that's okay. I, I could probably talk about that for 40 minutes, just, but it, it just makes me mad because I, wa- I didn't want to have this conversation. I didn't. But then I see people that are just like, all right, this guy is perfect. He's never done anything wrong. And also, it's just kind of his comments after the game. He's not leaving. Uh, what I, t- I think a lot of that got taken out of context. Oh, also, I think that it wasn't my decision. Yeah, it wasn't, and it shouldn't be. But I do think if Aaron Rodgers like goes and he's like, wait, what? We're kicking the field goal? We're, you're sending out the field goal? I think if he walks down the sideline, if you watch football games, you know where the coach is on the sideline, especially if you're a quarterback or a guy that's been in football for decades. You should know where your head coach is. The, the idea that Aaron Rodgers couldn't just walk up to him and be like, I got this. Let's go for it. The idea that he couldn't have went to his coach. Let's call timeout. And let's go for it. The idea that he couldn't do that, I, and the idea if he would do that, that Matt would be like, no, it's my decision. We're kicking it. The idea that that would, would be the scenario, uh, just, it wouldn't be, just wouldn't be. So with that, and then the other thing that he made news for, which isn't it always the worst when someone's just making a bunch of news for, and also I think all of these comments are being blown out of proportion. I do. But uh, the other one was, I'm not sure about my future here. I think I listened to that whole interview. I didn't get my, my take from that. Like, I listened to it before everyone started talking about it, and I was like, I took it as he was really upset that maybe some of these wide receivers that he'd been grooming the last few years and really gotten a good rapport and a lot of trust with, he was kind of upset because he's not sure if they're going to be back next year, and then he's going to have to start relationships, new relationships again with a bunch of new guys. And it was the idea that he might have thought that this was his best chance to win it. Uh, for the rest of his career, at least in Green Bay. So I didn't think it meant like, oh, I'm gone next year. I, I didn't get that from it. Okay, going from one quarterback to another, Tom Brady. 
I mean, Tom Brady proved that it doesn't take – it's not all about throwing a pretty ball and being athletic to make it to Super Bowls and to be successful in the playoffs. It's leadership. It's going in and changing mindsets. It's building habits, relationships with people, intangibles. When your team's struggling, you know, you stay calm. You do what's required to get the victory. And that's what Brady's done his entire career. He has 33 playoff wins. The next closest is 16, Joe Montana. He has 10 Super Bowl appearances now. The next closest, and I'm, I'm talking about quarterbacks here too, by the way. The next closest in Super Bowl wins, five. He doubled them. Doubled in playoff wins, doubled in Super Bowl appearances. The first Super Bowl he went to and the last Super Bowl he's now in are 19 years apart. He goes to a Tampa Bay team that hasn't made the playoffs since 2007. And their last playoff win was 2002. John Gruden was their head coach. And he's there one year. And he is in the Super Bowl. And he's 43 years old. And yes, they have weapons. Yes, they have a decent O-line. Yes, that defense is pretty good. But one year, he comes in, and now they're in the Super Bowl. That's all I know. It's crazy. It's crazy. And if you still think there's even a discussion with the GOAT debate, I I don't know if I can talk football with you, because that's just idiotic. Came back from 28 to 3. That's leadership. That's not giving up. That's perseverance. Like, I don't think Aaron Rodgers could come back from 28 to 3 because I think his body language would be horrible. And I don't think he could rally the troops like Brady did. Again, I don't want to be more critical of Rodgers than I am. But he's the greatest of all time. Okay. The last thing I'll talk about here. Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, they dominated the Buffalo Bills. I was skeptical on the Bills. Uh, I didn't think their playoff wins were that impressive. I thought Josh Allen had a lot of good moments in the regular season. I think he was decent in the playoffs, not great. I don't even know if he's very good in the playoffs. But Kansas City, this might be the greatest team this century. And I'm not going to compare them to anything pre-2000. Especially, it's it's even hard to compare it. Like, And that's why I did it this century, because mostly since I, I really don't remember any football from not this century. And I think it's hard to compare. Like, how do you compare, even comparing this Kansas City team to, like, how do you compare them to the 2000 Ravens? Like, if they had a hypothetical game that was being played, like, tomorrow the Ravens players would be, half their hits would be illegal 
probably. Can't hit them with the head, can't do that, can't put body weight on the quarterback. You have to guard the receivers differently. That doesn't mean that they weren't great, but like I just don't know how you compare that, especially with the contrasting styles. But when you compare, again, it's like the thing with the quarterbacks too, it's like you compare them, how are they in their era compared to other people? And you do that with a team. How dominant was this team in this era for this season? And let's just compare it to other teams this century. I found a few because you have to obviously you pick Super Bowl winners. It's like the 04 Patriots. They were 14 and 2, won the Super Bowl. 09 New Orleans, maybe. They were 13 3, won the Super Bowl. 2013 Seattle, who would probably be my pick before this Kansas City team. 2016 New England, that was the team that came back from 28 to 3. 2017 Philly. The Nick Foles team, the team that ran through the playoffs and was unstoppable in the Super Bowl against Belichick. And the other one I have is this Kansas City team. They've lost two games this season. They were on a heck of a streak last year. The games they lost this season was a bad fourth quarter against the Raiders and a game where their stars sat out against in the last game of the season. I think the defense is better than it was last year. I think Patrick Mahomes is still great. I think he's actually become a lot less mistake-prone. Tyreek Hill's still awesome. Travis Kelsey's still awesome. Play calling's still awesome. They still have motivation. I, I think they have a very good chance to be the greatest team this century. And where they rank all time, I don't know if I'm qualified to say that. But this might be, for a single season, the best team I've ever seen. I Just how do you stop these guys? They're Whenever they want to score, whenever they want to get a first down, it seems like they can do it. They have one of the best two-minute defenses in the NFL. So even if they get a lead late, they might do a good job of stopping you. Greatest team of all time. Maybe. I really don't want to be critical of Rodgers, but when I hear other people say, oh, well, it's it's Matt LaFleur's fault. Oh, it's this D-back's fault. It's just like, can we admit here that he wasn't perfect, at least? At least? Can you criticize? Because especially when, 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 you, when you're at that level, you're going to get criticized more. We're going to criticize the little things. So... Also here, I just went back to my notes and looked. You can blame the Green Bay defense, but actually the Tampa Bay defense gave up more yards than the Green Bay defense, and the Green Bay defense forced more turnovers. So actually the Green Bay defense, by the numbers, played better than the Tampa defense. Whatever. I mean... I probably, if you were a person that was on the camp of A. Rogers has never done anything wrong, you probably, I probably didn't convince you just like if I made a political argument one way and I brought up evidence, I brought up facts, you're probably just so sided on one side of the camp that you're not going to be able to recognize it. It's just, you can go through the Rogers playoff thing. You, you're just not going to find like, oh, well, 
geez, look, he threw like 480 yards and four touchdowns in that game. And geez, the defense gave up 45. No, it's like you actually look at some of those bad losses. Like he, he made mistakes in them that helped them get down. So, and he didn't do the things that he needed to do to get, like he's good, but not great. It's not a lot of great in there, which again, not, not a lot of people are great and that's fine. Still going to be a Hall of Famer, still going to be first ballot. Still one of the best ever to it, but you just have to taper some of that stuff back. It's okay to be critical of people. It's okay to hold people accountable, because when you hold Rodgers accountable, as the Packers did this offseason, they did the last two years with the floor, you got two back-to-back NFC Championship appearances. That's going to be the podcaster today. Thank you guys so much for listening. I really appreciate it. As always, rate, review, subscribe, tell your friends, tell your grandma. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, JWSDetective. And I will see you next time.